everybody, welcome or welcome back to BNB Anime for another episode of What the Fuck Do We Do Here? We Don't Even Know Ourselves. Mm, hi, I am idiot number one. Co-hosting with me today <laughs> is idiot number two. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and we're here to talk about one of my favorite shows from this season. Mm. I mean, we, we all knew it was coming. I haven't been able to shut up about this and Spy Family for the fast for the past fucking what 12 weeks now <laughs> something like that something like that yeah it is your boy kong ming this week yeah it better be or else i watched the wrong show no no 100 that 100 that yeah you do it you you watch the right thing <laughs> good glad i am glad <laughs> but before we get into that due to narcissism what what have you done this week i actually did do a thing this week um oh, well you do this week this this weekend specifically here in toronto there's like a little italy festival so there's like sections of toronto you know like you have chinatown and stuff like that in like most cities mm-hmm. well there's also here in toronto we have little italy we also have freaking my brain's just gone there are several of them anyway several little snippets of country and place like areas you know Mm -hmm. anyway this weekend was the little italy festival thing little italy fest i don't know uh it's been gone (laughs) for two years because of covid so uh this was the first year that it was back and so yesterday me and a friend went out to explore and we did and it was fun we had a good time look at you go going out making friends doing things i know being social being an outdoor human what right it's like you don't have an anime podcast at home waiting on you. Honestly, honestly. Uh, yeah, it was it was a good time. Funny thing was is that so there was a lot of food vendors there, right? As there are mm-hmm. like any fests, right? Yeah. But there wasn't there was one Italian place. Oh. <laughs> which was which was very interesting. Obviously it was in Little Italy, so the entire section of that street that it was on has italian restaurants on the side and so all of those italian restaurants were like obviously serving sit-down food but the street food was just like there was a colombian stand there was a japanese stand there was like all of these other food genres and one italian place and we were sitting there and we were like huh like that's and we're like, oh, maybe it's just because Italian food isn't normally like street food. You know, it's it's normally more of a sit down meal. But like, I was just surprised that there wasn't a a coffee vendor. Like, what? Yeah, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> like, I would expect there to be like sweets. You know, like like tiramisu or you know, like hmm. like desserts to go. But I- I almost don't see those as, like, something you could easily whip up as street food, though. I know. But, like, there would still be, like, I don't know, even, like, um, what are those? Cannolis or whatever, you know? Like, you could bake those in advance and then just have, like, a, a stall that sells, you know? Yeah, but that that, that still kind of defeats the purpose of street food, though. I know. but But even then, like... They weren't selling, like, I, I would have even taken a van that was selling, like, pizza by the slice, you know? Ah, New York. Got it. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> honestly, though. But, you know, like, <laughs> because it's not real Italian food. It's not real yeah. Italy. It is, it's North American Italy. Like, we all know this. Yeah, I know. I get it. <laughs> but, like, yeah, there wasn't, there wasn't any place that was selling coffee. I get that it was late at night. Like, the festival started at like i don't know 9 p.m or something like it was a late night festival overnight mm-hmm. <laughs> um but like decaf's a thing and people were up until like the festival ended at like 1 a.m so like you could have easily served coffee people would have been fine with that and um it's too hot this time of year for coffee though not so much here i mean it is hot but it's also not like like you definitely needed a jacket yesterday the hell this is canada my guy <laughs> Don't give a sh- too hot. <laughs> too fucking hot. It's been over 100 degrees this week or whatever the, the hell that is I in Maple yeah. Leaf units. Give me a second. Give me a second. It's, it's not Maple Leaf units. It's pretty much global units. Hang on. 101 freedom units to Maple units. <laughs> 38 and a half degrees. Okay, that's dumb hot. We don't get like that until like August. That's hot as fuck. We're sitting at like 20 <laughs> degrees right now bullshit yeah and i'm like this is luxury (laughs) 
Uh, but yeah, it definitely got down to like, I don't know, like like 10 degrees or whatever last night because it was pretty windy. Um, and so there were these girls that were walking around who had obviously been out during the day when it was still very warm because even like at 20 degrees in the middle of the city, 20 degrees feels like 30, right? So uh, so there was a lot of girls that were walking around in like spaghetti strap, little cami tops, you know, very small attire, looking fantastic. But by the time it got to like 10, 11 <laughs> o'clock, they were freezing their butts off. And I was like, oh, girl, I feel so bad for you. And like, there's like, there was no place to to go inside really because all of the restaurants were so packed because mm. I don't think people were expecting it to be quite as cold as it was so they were uh they had like gone out ready to like and also that I don't know if it's just because it was the first night of it being back after a two-year break but there weren't a lot of vendors like they'd shut down this whole section of this street there's a wide street right and they shut down the whole section of it and uh they uh and the vendors were pretty like spaced out like it's a, it's a they only had two vendors like one on either side of the street they didn't have a middle line of vendors and so they were really far apart and then there were gaps because they cut off such a long strip so I, I wonder if they were expecting more people to come out to sell stuff but there also wasn't like uh, a lot of like selling stuff it was mostly food and then a few music sections um but that's because they did it late at night and it was really windy and so there were a couple of stalls that were like selling clothing and stuff but like by the time it got to like 11 p.m and stuff the the wind was so bad that the clothes were getting blown away like damn yeah it wasn't it wasn't a great setup i hope that today was better for them i didn't go out obviously today to go see but yeah i think it was i think it was on earlier today and like throughout the day so i hope it was better today but yesterday it just seemed kind of sparse and poorly planned but because it was so cold everyone was packing all the restaurants on the side of the side of the street so like there was like a two-hour wait for some places like you couldn't just like walk in off the street so holy hell yeah um Uh, yeah i mean it was it was a good time we had fun because we were kind of like we both checked the weather before we were going we knew it was going to be pretty chilly like i had brought a denim jacket i uh and and then we went and and like we were like we were fine with like whatever came for us you know we weren't like cold or whatever so it was fine Mm -hmm. but yeah i was still surprised that there wasn't just like italian street food (laughs) (laughs) or like like meatballs on a stick like just cook fry some meatballs Stick a toothpick in them. There you go. Two dollars a meeple. Free samples. Yeah, free samples. Free don't samples. Free samples don't exist anywhere in this world. But you know what I mean? Like, I feel like there was so much that you could do with Italian food to make it into street food, even if it's not typically street food, and they just didn't. Mm. Yeah, I get that. I get that. They they could have done more. Like, like Italian said, at the sausages? very least, sell fucking at the very least sell fucking pizza by the slice i get that's it. what i was thinking yeah pizza <clears throat> by the slice um italian baked goods that can just be like a bakery truck like that's fine people would take that coffee still cannot believe they went selling coffee ice cream gelato hello i know it's cold people still want gelato like you know what go open a food stall next year <laughs> i was just surprised that, that all of the other countries came out with their amazing food in their amazing food truck and it was so good and they were so packed and then the Italian food just was not representing. And it might simply be the fact that the people that normally have the Italian food trucks are the people that own the Italian restaurants so they didn't see the point of having a food truck and their restaurant open. Nah, more staff, food truck. That's what I'm (laughs) thinking because like their their restaurant is for sit-down meals so then you have different stuff in your food truck out on the street. I don't get it. I don't know. I was I was disappointed by the Italian food. Here's your here's your homework for next year. <laughs> okay. Watch Food Wars. Study Aldini as much as you possibly can. Food truck next year. Okay. okay. <laughs> and I want a five page essay on why this is a good idea on my desk by this time next year. <laughs> oh, but yeah, that's what I got up to this week. What about you? Nothing of importance. No time for narcissism. Time to talk about Kong Ming. Oh, okay. <laughs> but no, most I've gotten into this week is anime. Mm-hmm. And happy Father's Day to all the people in... Is Father's Day in Canada tomorrow yeah. as well? It is same day, yeah. yeah. Actually, Father's Day I think is globally that day. Because I don't think oh. that was... Di- I think it's just that Mother's Day is varies. 
Sick. All right. Happy Father's Day to all the dads. Yeah. Or all the single moms that also have to play the dad role. Happy Father's Day to all the parents. Happy Father's Day to dads and people that are substitute dads and people that dad. Yeah, exactly. Anybody that got to be dad, happy Father's Day. Yeah. But yeah, I got my dad his Father's Day gift and his birthday gift all wrapped up into one. Ooh. It's a very fancy watch. I need to send you a picture. You do. I I am forever resentful of Father's Day because my brother was born on Father's Day. So, huh. I, yeah. My dad got <laughs> his gift like 20 <laughs> something years ago. He got his gift. I don't have to I mean, worry about it. I yeah, wasn't exactly. alive then, but you know. <laughs> I mean, hey, look, on the bright side, you never have to get him a gift. You just be like, hey, look, brother. Yeah, you got a firstborn. Like, yeah, exactly. Hi. That's it. That's all I've done this week. Yeah. 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 Nothing of importance. It's just too fucking hot. Mm. I hate it. Next week's also going to be the same heat, but the heat index is going to be higher. So it's going to be. Uh, I hate it. It's Pride Parade next week for us. Uh, hey, Colorado. look yeah. at that. Yeah. Yeah, gonna be my first big city pride, which is fun. That will be fun. You have yeah. to let me know how that goes. I will, I will, I will, I will. But then after that, we also get to talk about Spy Family next week, so it's gonna be a very exciting week of shenanigans. Yes. Spy Family. Yes. So yeah, Kong Ming. Kong Ming is a thing that we watched. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you sound as enthused about this as I am. <laughs> I... Uh, yeah, it's a thing. We watched it. It's, um, on, it's hard to find unless you have High Dive. Yep. It is licensed by Sentai Filmworks and therefore AMC. So if you want to watch it, you gotta, you gotta use High Dive mm. or, <clears throat> <clears throat> but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you fancy watching it. One Piece style. Yeah. There, there are places you can watch it. Like high dive, yes, and no other places. High dive, high dive, high dive, one hundred percent. Yeah, use high dive. <laughs> yeah, don't don't go watch it elsewhere, so you <laughs> don't have to pay for subscriptions. I love how I just hear you nervously clicking in the background as you're going on with this bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, uh, I love it. All yeah. right. So Kong Ming fits in the musical comedy slice of life genre. Yeah. It was initially a manga written by Yuto Yotsuba. Mm -hmm. Published by Kodansha. Mm -hmm. It is a seinen. It began publication in December of 2019 and is running to present for a total of nine volumes. Mm -hmm. The anime was directed by Shu Honma. It took my eyes a second to adjust to that. <laughs> Yeah. And it was done by PA Works. PA Works, most notably known for Angel Beats. Mm. Its original run was from April to Thursday of this week. So we are literally covering this fresh off the backs of it being done for a total of 12 episodes. Mm. Yeah. What'd you got for all your info? I got that it is a PG-13. I got that it has a score of... Uh, on my anime list, it's got an 8.38 out of 10. On Anime Planet, it is a 4.23 out of 5, or an 8.46 out of 10. So, pretty much an 8.34, an 8.4, an 8.42. 8.42 in average. <laughs> okay. 8.42 average, yeah. It has a drop rate of 8.82%, but I expect that to change quite heavily, considering the fact that it has just finished. I, you know... I could honestly see it not changing mm -hmm. because it's such a fucking pain to find. Uh, yes. And I can, I can jump on that fact by the, the thing that I only had uh, about 820 votes to go off of to calculate that drop rate when uh -huh. normally I'm working with thousands and or hundreds of thousands. So the fact that I was working off of 800 to get that drop rate, I, uh, yeah, hard to say how accurate because people don't, can't watch it because they can't, they can't find it. Yeah, whenever it gets updated at the end of the year, I'm very curious to see where it will be at. But at the same time, I'm not. I expect it to get lower because the people that are willing to get a high dive subscription, i.e. me, to go watch this, mm. 
the show's totally worth finishing and i'm sure people will it's just such a fucking pain in the ass mm-hmm. for one high dives overall ui is you know i'm, I'm not even gonna say it <clears throat> on the off chance of ruling out future sponsorships i'm not saying a word <laughs> All we're saying is, it's important for companies to make their platforms user-friendly. User-friendly, and just don't, just put some effort into it. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, user. uh... Satisfying to use. Zero. (laughs) Uh, yeah. (laughs) The PG-13, I feel like, is pretty accurate, and I will check a content warning out there for... Uh, is it? Yeah, for um, uh, just mental health issues and results that come with mental health issues. Uh, it's a small content warning. I don't think it's a huge thing, but I do just want to uh put that out there that there may be some trigger content in there just to do with like mental state specifically around teenagers. Also bullying. And bullying, yes. Fair point. Again, I think both of them are pretty light as goes to like anime standard. Anime can sometimes jump in the deep end when it comes to content warnings. This I wouldn't consider to be a heavy one, but it is there. So do pay attention to that. Yeah. Um, Also PG-13 because alcohol. PG-13 because alcohol and yeah, that should, yeah, that's it. There's nothing else really in there. And smoking, alcohol and smoking, that's it. I forgot people smoked. Yeah, so, uh, Chicky Chicky Bam Bam by Queendom is our OP. It fucking slaps. (laughs) It's so good. uh, I, okay, so, I don't know if this is a thing that made it across the pond, but do you know of We Are the Cheeky Girls by the Cheeky Girls? Okay. Has not made it across the pond. Okay. This was around the time of, like, Barbie Girl and Toxic, like, you know, early 2000s vibes mm. yeah uh there was a duo a t- twins a set of twins that were from i don't know somewhere in europe i don't know not english though they had an accent i can't remember where though um and they went on they went on the x factor and they were like made completely humiliated in their like first audition you know mm-hmm. back in the 2000s when it was actually kind of like a thing yeah um and they went on to be a one-hit wonder with We Are The Cheeky Girls. And I am going to send you, if I can find it, because this, they they sound nothing alike. I'm like, they don't. But because of the sheer word cheeky, it's not even the same word because it's, but you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. My brain was on this the whole time. Okay. I, I look forward to checking this out. Okay. I'm grabbing it. It's so, okay. This is, it's so 2000s, but this is where my brain was at. And if you're curious at home, just Google We Are The Cheeky Girls by The Cheeky Girls. Oh, the Cheeky Song, sorry. The Cheeky Girls Cheeky Song. It's... Okay, so first things first. <laughs> the fuck is this thumbnail? Uh, yeah, wh- what the fuck is in the parentheses? Well, I mean, I was going to say, secondly, <laughs> I, I went after the thumbnail first. Yeah. Secondly, the fuck is the subtitle? Yeah. Uh, welcome to Europe in the early 2000s. Ah, makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sick. This is my... Yeah, this is my I've childhood, dude. <laughs> I danced to this to the school disco in my school uniform when I was like seven years old, and it was probably incredibly inappropriate, but we didn't know at the time, because we didn't understand lyrics. What the hell? <laughs> uh-huh. But I mean, like, same with, like, Hit Me Baby One More Time. Like, those things are sketch, you know? Like, I mean, yeah, yeah, valid, valid. Yeah. Nobody pays attention to music at school dances. No. They just want to bop. Yeah. We didn't know how to, like, listen to music and lyrics at the same time when we were seven. Are you kidding? Anyway. That's a valid point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is where Cheeky Cheeky Bam Bam and uh, We Are The Cheeky Girls my brain connected the two. I couldn't not think of it. So, funnily enough, you say that. So, I've told you about my friend Nick or Nickomode, right? Mm-hmm. The OP clearly, very clearly, without a shadow of a doubt, says Nickomo. Mm. And now I can't unhear it. Because mm-hmm. the first time my brain made that connection, every single time I listen to the OP now, I just can't. Yeah. 
I listen to the OP on almost a daily basis now. It's made it into my like anime like daily listening playlist. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> for one, it's that big of a pop. But two, just now every time I hear it, I just can't. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. And then we also have our ED. I was going to say ending theme then because that's how it's listed in my anime list and my brain. No, wrong letters. Uh, we have uh, Kibun Jojo uh, by 96 Neko. Which is also the voice actress for singing uh, Eiko as well. Mm. Because they have two separate voice actresses for Eiko. They have her normal speaking one and then 96 Neko. Cool. So yeah, fun fact. Yeah. But yeah, also ED, also a bop. Yes. There are bops throughout. The entire show is great. <laughs> like yeah. all the music in it. Absolutely fantastic. I, it's definitely not my genre of music. I did have fun time listening to it though. And uh, I recommend that you guys give it a watch. I am curious. I, yeah, I'm curious to hear more about your thoughts on how things were with it. I found, yeah, I don't know. I want to jump into it. I I don't want to spoil. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to talk about like not, you know. Um, All right. So do you want me to, do you got the prelude or you want me to do it? Uh, you can do it. It's your show. Let's jump in. Let's let you go do the synopsis. All right. So synopsis for the show. World famous military strategist. And this dude actually existed. He has his own fucking Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. Zhang Lang, or Kong Ming as his given name, is a world famous military strategist who died at the Battle of the Wuzhong Plains. Mm-hmm. On his deathbed, Homi wished to be reincarnated in a world at peace because that's all he warred for throughout his life was to bring the world to peace homie did not get what he wanted or so he thought at first whenever he was reincarnated because dude shut his eyes on the planes and woke up in the middle of present day shibuya on halloween night and thought he was in hell yep (laughs) (laughs) so he goes to a club listens to a songstress who is dressed up as a demon and he's like ah this is the kind of hell i can live for Mm -hmm. then he meets said songstress and then from there just life continues on and he pledges himself to the songstress to be her tactician and greatness ensues yes yeah, and uh, there are just a few plot holes in that whole situation, but we will get to them. No, no, plot holes don't matter. It's a great time. Okay, fine. <laughs> I think my general view on this show is um, it's a lot of fun. It's a good time. Uh, and you will enjoy yourself while you're watching it. That's where I'm at, kind of. All right, I look forward to hearing your thoughts on this, just okay. so I can make fun of them, because it sounds like you're taking it way too seriously. I'm not, I'm not. It's just that it's, I mean, I do take it seriously, <laughs> because it's in comparison to some of the best shows that we've watched, but, like, it's fun. It's a fun time, and that's where I'm sitting at, is it's a load of fun. You'll have fun while watching it. Other than that, I mean, that's all it is. It's a good time. All right, break it down. Why you hate it and why you hate me. I don't. <laughs> I don't hate it. I think. Her, okay, this is going to piss you off. I know that. But. Uh huh. Yeah, let's hear it. The music feels like TV show music for the most part. I mean, this doesn't piss me off and I disagree, okay. but continue. Okay. So, like, there are moments, especially during the rap battles, where they've put some background music on. Like, they're doing, like, a cappella rap, right? They're just, like, off the cuff freestyle um and it's just like under a bridge or something and then they chuck in some background music and it's so out of sync (laughs) just doesn't work at all and then like the big most powerful moments of music don't move me i'm like watching it and it's like ah big movement time when you're supposed to be feeling emotion i'm just like yeah the music is kind of it's fine i'm not feeling anything it's good um I, I didn't connect emotionally with, like, any of the characters. And also, like, the level of plot holes of just Kong Ming just, like, fitting into society. Like, the fact that, like, he got a job the second day he was around and stayed in her apartment the first night. But then after that, nothing. Like, where does he live? 
How does he know how to, like, move in life? Like, Dude was the world's greatest military strategy for military one of the Chinese dynasties. does not translate to common sense in the modern world. I'm no, sorry, no. it doesn't Homie is so intelligent, so he put in the work. Where does he live? I guess the bar. <laughs> it's, it's a so big bar. Dude, homie obviously it's had plenty of areas to sleep. Yeah, what, under the bleachers? Like, what? Like, he's sleeping on the stage? It has There's... its own studio. Homie could have slept there. If they, uh, if, okay. You know, all I'm saying is, it's a good time. Don't take it seriously, because nothing makes sense. Yeah. And again, sounds like somebody took it too seriously. I didn't. I mean, you're asking me to review it, and you're like, how did you enjoy it? And I'm like, I did, but it's dumb. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. God, I almost fired back with, I didn't ask you to review it, and then I'm like, oh, I make the schedule. Yes. Yes, I did. (laughs) You kind of did, though. Oh. It's great. It's fun. <laughs> Have a good time. It's fun. It's a good time. It's just so dumb. There's so many plot holes. The music is fine. The act, like the the characters are fine. The storyline is so predictable. You'll have fun. It's dumb. I, I will admit the storyline is very predictable, but it's just got such a good cast of characters. How can you not have a good time? My favorite <laughs> character is the the bartender with the ponytail, who you never see. Okay, bartender with a ponytail does have all the reasons to be best boy. Yeah. Because homie, all he does is just offer words of encouragement. And then just be like, hey, you know, we have to open in like 15 minutes. Can somebody please do some work around here? Thank you. Yeah, like he's the one voice of reason out of the entire show. <laughs> I love him. He's my favorite character. He's in it for like maybe 15 minutes in total. It's... <laughs> No, no, if you count the EDs, he's in there quite a bit. <laughs> it's chibi form, but he's there. Anyway, the show is dumb. If you want to watch it, watch it. Spoiler warning. Chicken hats. Put them on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm frustrated. I, I assume you took notes, so let's go through these note plot points. Uh, okay, well, I didn't. Okay, yeah, let's. Okay, first thing. Reverse isekai. I mean. At this point, I don't even consider it an isekai. I just consider it homie just got reincarnated. Yeah, reincarnation. Okay. Like, legit reincarnation, not like isekai reincarnated or anything like that. Homie died in the early 80s, woke up in 2022 in Shibuya. But also not like baby reincarnation. Like, he's not a, a new soul on a different body. He's same thing, just younger. Yeah, like, he's younger than he was when he died, but he's like 30s yeah with his clothes on same clothes. oh yeah same clothes same outfit same a whole nine yards yeah uh then we get uh echo's backstory some sad uh didn't really give a shit because it was kind of early in the show so like we didn't really know who she was you know of that but it was kind of like a half-assed backstory i get it she's like oh i wanted to i wanted to do music yeah well it was like family. it was really half-assed it was really half-assed because it was like um, I had music was a connection between me and my dad. Then my dad disappeared or left or something. Like they never said he's dead. They never said he left the family. They never they never gave us a reason as to what happened to her dad. Just his dad is gone, right? Typical anime dad moment. Just to create an anime protagonist, <clears throat> dad left to get a gallon of milk, never came back. Yeah, or died. We don't know. Could have been Isakai. Could have been. He, he, her, yeah, could have been. We don't know. Either way, then her mom goes, eh, you can't do music anymore. But we didn't even get flashbacks. We just got her telling us this. So it wasn't even, like, like they didn't even put us in that feeling. It's just her talking about it. Anyway, her mom says you can't do music anymore. Then she goes to jump in front of a train. Then she gets pulled back by the club manager. And he's like, don't do that. I'm going to go take you to see a show. And then he takes her to go see a show. And she sees an American musician perform. And all of a sudden it's reignited her passion in music and she's not depressed anymore, which is completely how mental health works. That's fine. And um, I don't know. It was just dumb and surface level. I kind of get it. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And like we weren't attached to Echo at the time. Like we weren't like we'd seen her a little bit, but like because like 
at this point, so much of the show had been, he's in hell, it's funny, let's watch a guy who's 1800 years old get drunk, ha ha ha, you know? And then all of a sudden it's like, suicide. It was like, uh-huh. You know, I will say, if if they had taken that bit, as surface level as it is, and had like put it at the start of episode 12, whenever Aiko is like afraid to begin the final song. Yeah. Probably would have made a world of difference as far as like overall like impact mm-hmm. of it. Cause even surface level later on can have a little bit more of an impact. That's, I agree with that. I think it was just too soon. Like we didn't know the character and then too shallow. If they had either made it deeper, like given us a proper flashback, then early on in the character that would have been fine like for us getting to know her because that would have been our foundation for her character but or used it kept it the same level of just like surface level backstory but gave it to us when we already knew her and knew a lot of the struggles that she'd been through throughout the season then it would have meant something but at this point it doesn't mean anything to us so it just kind of feels like i don't know like 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 just throwing a lot of information at us that we don't really like i don't know it feels mean to say i didn't give a shit but i genuinely didn't give a shit but you know what you can definitely give a shit about in the first episode what how absolutely gorgeous the guitar playing was with like the sunset and all of the animation on that that animation was stunning yeah there's a lot of animation in this that was just done flawlessly. I actually agree with you. I think the animation is probably what saves the show in a lot of ways. And not going to lie, if Tomoyomi had the fucking 3D CG movements that this show had, would have been a much better fucking anime. I agree. I agree. Also, Bartender has an eye patch. That's fun. Valid. Valid. Very valid. Yeah. Uh, so then we have Music Festival. She, uh, so basically Kong Ming has said, hey bud, you're coming under my wing. You're going to be my new, like, chess piece, I guess, honestly. (laughs) Like, you're going to save the world with your music, which is such a, this is where I'm like, I'm a cynical old person. But that's such a dumb plot point. Enjoy the plot point. (laughs) Like, the whole, the whole thing, the whole meaning of this show, the end result, the end goal is to unite a world that he already considers to be united. With music. You've become a Disney villain. (laughs) (laughs) But like, he's like, ah, I want to live in a world that's peaceful. Or thank God I'm living in a peaceful world. But even in this peaceful world, you will unite the music with your, with, you will unite the world with your music. It's like just three seconds of thought into this and it doesn't make sense. Homie has never heard good music. Now he's heard good music and he's like, everyone must hear this good music. Fair, but like the uniting the world front, couldn't it just be like, ah, oh, you know, I want everyone to hear your music. Everyone in the world should hear your music. It'll make them feel good. Like that, if that that was the point, it would make sense. The uniting the world shit doesn't make sense. No, no, it's fine. Also, the world is so not united, but like he's quite- No, no, it's his... fine. Ugh, anyways. And he's not at all curious about China, even though he's living in Japan now. He's like, and he's like, what about my home country? He's not, he didn't even question that once. Like what's going on with China? I'm fairly certain no, he would he, be slightly he, more he concerned about, his about home that. Country, but it's fine. Homie has Google at his fingertips now. He can figure out exactly what happened in China. Yeah, I feel like if he did, though, he would have, like, ditched Echo and would have gone to, like, fix China. I don't know. No, no, that's part of the uniting the world front. Starts with oh, Japan. Great, yeah, because Winnie the Pooh's going to step down because of music. Everyone will get out of the way for music. It's an anime. Okay. Anyways. <gasps> So anyway, festival, you were saying. Okay, festival, uh, yeah, so it's like a ladies' night festival thing, so it's like a, it's kind of like a tiered dungeon, and- It, it really did look like it had a fucking SAO dungeon type <laughs> I'm glad you get, you were on the same thought path as me then, because yeah, that's what I was thinking, I was like, this yeah. is, wow, I saw okay. the schematics, and I was like, Eincrad? Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they're in a tiered dungeon and on different levels of different performers. And and basically it's like a, a thing of this one lady, Mia, who's like a known vocalist in the area in the club scene, uh, was like, hey, you should perform at this stage, basically because Echo has like no fans, so that people wouldn't know who she was. So the people that are there would then all go to Mia because there wouldn't be like a competitive stage because nobody knows who she is, right? So then he then ends up using some hypnotizational room decor. <laughs> 
and a fog machine to confuse everybody into walking circles around and around and around. Uh, and so they can't leave. And it ends up that people then end up being attracted to her singing because she is so good at her singing. Uh, that means they don't want to leave. And then she gains over a thousand followers on Pinstagram. Hey man, Pinsta's words. <laughs> yeah. And um, that makes Mia really angry and she's furious and man- orders her manager to keep an eye on Echo. And then we never see her again. Goodbye, villain. Probably will in, <laughs> probably will in season two. I know. Yeah. But right now, goodbye, villain. I bet they run into them and then uh, fucking West Jet in season two at Summer Sonia. <laughs> Jet Jacket just sounds dumb. West Jet just makes more sense. Uh, Joan Jet? They're playing at the fair in a couple months. Mm. Could easily go see them. I'm not, but could. But could I? <laughs> I could, I could though, but I could, I would, but I could, but I'm not. It's an option. Doesn't it's, mean I'm going to do it, but it's an option. It's, uh, <laughs> so after one festival happens, they have another festival. Yeah, it's like concert to outdoor festival. Hooray! Hooray! The technical difficulties. Fake technical difficulties. Mm, it's almost like Kong Ming is like a strategist or something. Almost. Almost. I mean, who 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 would have thunk? Also... Motherfucker didn't even bother telling Echo that they were fake technical difficulties. It's like, oh no, something's broken. And she's like, <gasps> Yeah. Oh shit. Also, uh, teddy bear cough syrup. Teddy bear everything. Like, teddy bear cough syrup, teddy bear fucking stomach medicine. Yeah. If it's healing, it's in a teddy bear. Uh, <laughs> sore throat dude <laughs> was like, uh, I'm going to be brooding and moody. And then he was like, I'm still going to be brooding and moody, but now I don't have a sore throat anymore. And you're kind of cool. It's like, hmm, I don't hate you. You're all right, but we won't lose again after having their entire audience stolen by lights in a tree. <laughs> <laughs> hey, twinkle trees can steal everybody. That sounds like something Aoyama from My Hero would just absolutely love. <laughs> Yep, yep. Oh my god, could you imagine his Christmas tree? Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> so shiny. So, so twi- shiny. Much, much, much twinkly. He is the star at the top of the tree, though. Yes. <laughs> uh-huh, yep. I want some more My Hero now. <laughs> honestly, honestly. Okay, then we have... Um, the some dude comes and he doesn't speak, but he does speak. But he speaks through somebody who then speaks, but then he speaks. Echo picks a shot glass that has one card in it, and it's like, okay, so listen, you want to do this, but now you have to get a hundred thousand likes on one post. Mm-hmm. She's got like fourteen hundred followers mm-hmm. on Pinsta. Yes, but a hundred thousand likes, and then you can perform at this concert. But it's not just you that has to do this. No, no. Everybody else that has this opportunity has whoever gets a hundred thousand likes first wins. Yeah. And Kong Ming is like, yes, I know about technology and social media and marketing. So you know what I'm gonna do? Ignore her for the next while. No, nah, he's like, Look, I gotta find a rapper, and then goes to find a rapper. Yeah. Not just a rapper though, the best freestyle rapper in all of Tokyo. Yeah, which is when he- Who has effectively retired because of a stomach ulcer. Yes. Yeah. And Kabe is mundane and ordinary, and that is an insult. But homie's a good rapper. <laughs> uh yes, yeah. And yeah, he's got he wants uh, he has a rival. Sekitoba Kung Fu. Yes. And they must face off, but not now. Because No no, that comes in episode ten. Yeah, because first he has to face Kong Ming. Not gonna lie, that whole bit was great. It was so it it The style with which Kong Ming raps is one of the greatest things I have ever seen. Well, what did they describe it? They said it's not rapping. They said it's like spoken word poetry or something. Like, I don't... It's like like meditation, almost. Like, it's not... It is rapping, yeah. but it's not. Either way, it's great. Yeah, it's very entertaining. This was... It was a good moment to have. It went on for quite a while. There was a lot that happened throughout it. I was a good few minutes of them back and forth rap battling. 
Yeah, it was like they made it like a legit rap battle. Like each person got 16 bars. They had to go three rounds. Mm -hmm. Then they had to go into overtime. So it was three more rounds of three of 16 bars each. Yeah, which I understand why they did, because then they had to have they had to have Kabe have his mic drop moment at the end. So he had to finish. Mm -hmm. But Kabe wins. Yeah, he joins the team. Yeah. And then now the project for the 100,000 likes begins. Yes, and we uh, uh, figure out that their biggest competition is a band called Azalea. There is two other groups that were doing pretty well, but they kind of had already plateaued in their um, like to ratio thing. They were like, their campaigns is already kind of timed out and everyone was getting bored with them. So Azalea, who was at 10,000 likes for their biggest, like their current biggest post, was the most entertaining and probably going to do the best. So they have a... Uh, agency backing them key something or other i can't remember key time key time and uh and so they're probably like the most likely to get to the hundred thousand likes first uh because they're getting like blimps and shit at the same time echo uh-huh she has to work on her sound because she's written a new song and they've gotten a new producer to put the shit together and and like produce a song properly and she's just at the at this point kind of like still mimicking her idol and so she needs to find her own sound and so she goes to street to busk basically she goes to busk for a while where she runs into a girl uh nanami and obviously nanami is the lead singer of azalea because duh because duh yeah because they didn't even try to hide it like they didn't even try no hair color perfect match fantastic singer perfect match yeah sticking also, her right next to the billboards from the first shot perfect match also truck drives by playing their music she disappears behind it perfect match yeah it was like <laughs> hey uh we don't want to surprise you with this at all in fact we're going to hand it to you on a plate i kind of prefer that though yeah well because then it's just like a, i'm waiting for the main character to find out this known secret as opposed to a i wonder who it could be yeah, I feel like it just kind of builds more tension that way because you more, like, you feel it for the character more. Mm. Like, instead of me being shocked, I want to see how shocked the main character is going to be. Yeah. Because it's got to be like a big betrayal moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Except it's not because then she just sinks to her on the rooftop and then everybody cries. Yeah, this is the part where I was like, it's supposed to be emotional, but I feel nothing. You see, I got emotional during the last episode, like whenever the song was playing and then everybody was like crying and hugging. Mm -hmm. Like that got me emotional. This one, I was like, eh. oh, yeah. And I feel like it was supposed, like, this is supposed to be like the big movement of them saying goodbye. They don't know if they're ever going to sing together again or like at least anatomy thinks that she's never going to sing with her again. And she's sacrificing her entire music career to be an artist that she doesn't want to be because she sold her, uh, sold her soul to the industry devil so that she can make money as opposed to playing the real music that she wants to play. And she's a manufactured pop artist as opposed to a rock artist that she really wants to be. And like, you know, and it's supposed to be like this big, like, self-crisis. And the music they play is just meh. See, I just kind of looked at this bit and I was like, damn. That's how the music industry actually is. <laughs> yeah, it was like, okay, yeah, that's true. That is that is a thing. But because we all know that that's already a thing, like, it's not a surprise that she's going through this turmoil as a character. Like, we know that she is. And then they chose to have Echo sing a cappella, which is how it would go. She's on a rooftop. But, like, they didn't then add backing to it. And then they didn't, it wasn't, there was no swell of music. There was no push of the emotion for the viewer, you know? Mm, the emotion was in the music. I don't, I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. It's like I was waiting for that, you know, they're walking over the top of the hill and all of a sudden they see the village below them and it's burning and the music swells and you got the violins coming, you know what I mean? And like they force the emotion on you with the background track. And so many movies do that. They'll like force you into an emotion because of the music. And I was waiting for that to happen here and I didn't feel it. Oh, the vocals did it. No, I don't think they did. The vocals did it for me. I don't think they did. Let me know if they did for you guys at home. For me, I, I didn't feel moved by the vocals here. Like, again, it's one of those things to where gradually throughout the show, I feel like a lot of the reason that they stuck with the same song kind of repeatedly throughout it is so you can kind of hear like the 
growth, mm-hmm. I guess, of Echo. Mm-hmm. So finally, on that last song, I was like, damn, all right, they let 96 and Echo just loose. Yeah, and I can understand that as well. But maybe it was just... Maybe it was just the song that they chose didn't resonate with me. Like, that's a fair point of just being like, it's not my genre of music, so maybe it just didn't resonate. But I, it didn't work for me. And I'm curious to know if it worked for you at home or in your car or wherever you are. I'll be watching you. <laughs> let us know whenever it's safe to let us know. Uh, yes, I didn't care. Boo. Boo. I know, I'm horrible. I didn't care. And then, uh, Nanami's losing faith. Oh my god, what? Kabe's match is kind of next, really. Uh, except they're both stuck. They don't know what they're doing. Uh, Echo still hasn't found a sound. He is still trying to figure out how to improve his rapping skills, his freestyle skills, because Kung Fu Dude has been improving while he's been on hiatus. And so he goes back to his hometown to go find the origin of his freestyle career. And then he faces Sekitoba Kung Fu. Yeah. And then I'm, you know, I wish they had given this just as much time as they had the Kong Ming mm-hmm. rap battle, just, just because. I actually, I think that they should have swapped the lengths. I think this one's more important to the character. I think they both should have been equally long. There was so much build up to this. That for it to have been so short, and especially considering that, like, Sekitoba Kung Fu is supposed to be, like, this, he's, like, the pinnacle, he's the best of the best right now, you know? I wanted more. I wanted more. I was left unsatisfied. Yeah, but Kabe is also, like, the undisputed champion, Yeah, he's though. a 3 He just took his ball and went home. Yeah. Like, dude is, not only has more titles than anyone else, but they were all consecutive. Mm-hmm. And he beat Sekitoba the last time they faced off. Yeah, so Homie is like the big bad of the rap world. But still, like, they built it up to be like this big thing. It's that remix. To where I also wish that it had been just as long. Mm -hmm. Because I'd have been fine with having a whole half episode going to this. Like, that would have been okay. Yeah, and I think that they did a better job of grounding this one. They had the backing track was like i mean they i assume they had actually gotten like some legit rappers on the backing track this time as opposed to trying to match the backing track to the the like to the just them freestyle acapella you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so like this was already set set to the rhythm and you could tell that was better that they had just let the rappers like do what they needed to do on the music um i do kind of wish that maybe they had like in the yeah because there's a moment in it where where he is he is he's he's like aware Kabe's like aware that there's that he's like oh this music feels slower than normal and it's like one of those things of like I've improved so much that this feels slow you know like mm-hmm. I could go faster and then I was expecting him to then like double his tempo and go freaking ham you know <laughs> that's what I was expecting I was like because why else would he say that why else would his character say this tempo feels slow, and then just continues on the same tempo. Like, I was expecting him to then be like, okay, I'm fucking taking it up a notch then. No, you gotta stay in time with the beat. No, but like, double it then. Go twice as hard on the beat. No, I gotta stick to the beat. (laughs) Double your tempo, you're still gonna be sticking to the beat, it's just the beat's gonna be on, off, on, off, on, off. One and two and. No, no. He could've doubled it. Homie gotta stick to the beat. I was expecting him to go ape shit, and he didn't. And I was like, well... And then the other, when, when, uh, Sekitoba then just was like, okay, I give up, you win. I was like, well, he didn't go ham enough for me to have felt like Sekitoba relinquished his title. I feel like. Sekitoba just wanted him to come out of retirement. I get that, but I wanted more. Unsatisfied. Yes, I like friendship. I don't like stupid music. Oh god, this episode has pretty much just been us arguing the entire time. Honestly, though. Or I guess me being the combative one, I apologize. Nah, nah. Okay, then... Final uh, showdown! Dorimo! Yeah, Echo finally gets one over on Pudding Geezer. Yeah, she finally finds her sound, and he's like, okay, fine, I'll get anything for you. That's exactly what he's like. He's completely like that. That's his personality to a T, believe me. Um... (laughs) I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong. That is pretty much his 
personality. It's a little bit more quirky than that, but that's pretty much right on the head. Yeah. And uh, and then they have only a few days left before the deadline is finished. So what are they going to do? They are going to take over Azalea's impromptu surprise concert performance, whatever thingy, because they are driving around in a, in a big old truck dude with speakers. And uh, Azalea has been promoting this surprise concert thing where they're going to be dropping a QR code. And the first few people to scan it are entered into a competition to win money. So everyone's Million like... In. Yeah, everyone's running around Shibuya being like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, I want to win, I want to win, I want to win. I want to scan the QR code, where are they, where are they? And boom goes the dynamite, drops the thing. It's not Azalea, it's Aiko. Except it's not, because, well, yeah, no, she does perform first. She performs, she performs their song. They scan all the QR code, they get to 70,000 likes. Uh-oh, it's not enough. Real Azalea shows up. They are lip-syncing their fake song because they're fake people doing their Fake performance. I'm just kidding. Lip sync is fine if you're going to be dancing and do performance. Like, I, oh my god, respect to artists that like kill themselves on stage, but also they're fake. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> and uh, then rumors are spread that those are also imposters, even though what? <laughs> I mean, it's foggy, so therefore, like they're playing it up as the people aren't a hundred percent certain. They're the same people on billboards in the same outfits. This same it's foggy. Suspension of disbelief, man. Suspension of disbelief. <laughs> I would have gone with the just don't scan the QR code, there's a virus on it. That section would have been fine. They included that. But why didn't they just leave that as the thing? Like, there's a virus. Rather than they're also fakes. Because they're clearly not fakes. No, no, it's foggy. It's fine. Besides, very convincing rapping from Kabe. Yeah. So now the people are pissed at them, so therefore it's also helping keeping the attention diverted. But also, uh, yeah, no, I just don't. That's not how social media works, but okay, fine. Then Echo is like, ah, oh, the crowd is jeering, but Nanami is like, shush, shut up, folks, let her sing. And then she sings, and this is where we get Dreamer, which sounds like an ABBA song, but a J-pop remix. And then, <laughs> did you get that too, or just me? Just you. Okay, fair enough. And then... <laughs> And then they all cry and they're sad because they sacrificed their dreams to make money and buy a new refrigerator, dishwasher, microwave. <laughs> what was it? Dishwasher. Dishwasher and a microwave. <laughs> and, then, and then everyone leaves except like five people that stay because then Azalea perform their real songs after they take off their masks and all of a sudden their instruments appear and they play their instruments for realties. Even though none of the electrics would have been hooked up if they were lip syncing, but okay, whatever. And yeah, they play, people are like, oh, this is actually kind of good. Kang Ming has secretly been recording them because those laws don't exist. Actually, I don't know if they don't exist, if they exist in Japan. Is Japan a two-party? Do you have to have permission? Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Then post it online. Just kidding. People actually do like their real singing. Manager is sad. Manager then goes to a party. Kong Ming is thanked by Echo. Manager then says to the girls, Oh, I was actually in a glam rock band back in the day. They betrayed me. We don't get any more information than that. Just, they betrayed me. And I'm very curious. I want to know more about that backstory. Same, honestly. Yeah. And then he's going to keep representing them, but on doing their own music. Everyone's happy in the end. So what do you give it? Six. I was literally going to be like, and let me guess, you give it a six. <laughs> like, I literally thought about hitting you with that instead of asking you. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so good. Nothing makes sense. Nothing. You know what? What? Whenever we cover the rising of the disappointment hero, you're going to see what a six is actually like. I'll probably rate that like a two then. This is, this is. The animation is really good. Some parts of the music are good. I liked Dreamer as a song. It did give me ABBA vibes, though. Which isn't a bad thing. I like ABBA. Nothing makes sense plot-wise. Doesn't have to. It's a fun time. Yeah, but, like, fun should be based in some sense of it makes sense. No. Suspension of disbelief. I can only disbelieve my suspension so much before I'm like, huh? It's a fun time. It was, it was, I'm entertained whilst watching. That is where I am at. That's it. That's the 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 end of my goal. Just... So, as you can see, therefore, easily worth at least an eight. 
I think I the reason why I think it's it's voted so high is that there are it's a fun time. There are some good jokes throughout. I just think that like you can make comedies, dramas, music shows, whatever, so much better by just making the plot make sense. And this didn't. And for me, like, I get why people rate it, like, in both cases, it's rated like an eight, nearly an eight and a half, you know? And and I get why people do that. But to me, it would be so much better and would be really deserving of that eight and a half if they just added small scenes that just explain tiny details that just put the plot together so it is actually consistent and makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then just freaking like work on the music a little bit just a little bit and don't hate me (laughs) (laughs) oh i could never hate you Mm. as my blood said here's boils (laughs) i i had a fun time while watching it that's the extent of my watching it is a fun time it is a very fun time you do gotta suspend disbelief yeah quite a bit Mm -hmm. But as long as you as long as you look past all the plot holes, I can guarantee you won't get a flat tire from it. <laughs> Cuz it's great. It's fun. It's a fun time. It is fun. It, it's a great time. Yeah. I give it a solid 9 and a quarter. Okay. Solid 9 and a quarter. Music slaps. OP and ED slaps. Animation slaps. Jokes slaps. <laughs> it just gets stuck in your head. <laughs> Yeah. And it will stay stuck in your head. Like, it just, it doesn't let go. God, it's so good. So good. It It is dumb. A lot of it is dumb. If it didn't have so many fucking plot holes, I could genuinely give this a 10 out of 10. See, this is the thing. Is if they just tied up those loose ends, it would have improved so much. But it's fine. There's going to be more. We're guaranteed more. But like, how so we'll get ha- okay, loose but, ends tied up. But how hilarious would it be having a scene of Kong Ming moving into an apartment and without Echo, he's got to figure out how to like use a microwave. Like, I'm sorry, that's funny. We probably get that in the manga. Why wasn't it in the anime then? Because that would add depth to the show and comedic scenes. Jokes, funny, and plot points all being tied up. Hello? Show had jokes? Yeah, but more, like, there's nothing, like, uh, I'm just frustrated because it could have been really, really, really good, and I found it just dumb. It's okay. Mm. At least, at least we know one of us has taste. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, I can't even finish that point. No. (laughs) Anyway, we're done with you, so goodbye now. Oh, done with me? Okay, I'll go home. Go home. Oh, I am home. <laughs> me too. Okay. God, what are we what are we supposed to do now? There's there's gonna be a gap. People are gonna be confused as to why we sound so, so tickled, but it's fine. <laughs> Basically we had a conversation about boobs and now it all got cut out. So yeah, <laughs> every bit of the boob conversation got cut out. Sorry. <laughs> if you made it this far in the video and expected something about boobs. <laughs> Yeah, have our condolences. <laughs> it got cut. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, but yeah, that's where we stand. I'm sitting. I too am sitting, but we're standing on the topic. We should get off then. It might be squished. Sucks. Uh. Anyway, bye. <laughs> we gotta plug things. Oh right, yeah. Like you got a new craft store that you gotta talk about. I do at c dot com slash blue lavender crafts lavender spell l a v a n d e r and on Instagram blue lavender crafts same spelling. Uh, also Brad Brad Carter Gaming on Twitch and Instagram. You can find him there. We also have Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, BNB Anime. Find us on those. Twitter is sometimes a thing. We do things on there like confuse people. Who's tweeting? Nobody knows. And it's so fucking true. <laughs> like, oh my god, you talking about cheese, and then I added to it. <laughs> yeah. Also, I thought that question was fairly straightforward, but apparently not. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Yeah. Basically, on Twitter, I asked the question of what was it, goopy cheese or crumbly cheese? 
It was just it. Preference. Goopy cheese or front crumbly cheese. And apparently that was very confusing. I thought it was straightforward. I guess not. Let us know. Do you prefer goopy cheese or crumbly cheese? <laughs> <laughs> and website, www.bnbanime.com, where we have download buttons for all of our previously archived episodes and behind-the-scenes stuff which you can go check out. We also are on all of your favorite listening platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, things like that. It's a fun time. Find us there. That's it. No more. Goodbye. <laughs> God, we got to tell them what we're watching next week. Oh, yes. Bye, family. Ha ha. Yeah, yeah. Anime of the season next week. Which you can find on Crunchyroll. 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 Yeah. So thank you all so much for listening. Blue and I greatly appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs> bye.